Appreciate all the good songs tonight. And, uh, they've all just kind of been centered around the message. It's good to be back here tonight. Amen. I'm glad it's not 95 degrees outside, <laughs> but it's getting close to it. But uh, I might have to take this coat off here in just a minute, so forgive me if I do. But uh, if you have your copy of God's Word, you turn to the book of Colossians, Colossians chapter 3, and we're going to look at verse 17. Colossians 3 and 17. Now, title of the message tonight, What's in a Name? What's in a Name? When you get there, if you're able to stand, would you please stand for the reading of God's Word? Colossians 3 and 17. And here the Bible says, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so much for the service thus far. Lord, we thank you for the reading of your word tonight. Lord, how precious it is and how humbling it is to be able to stand here beside the, beside the sacred desk, Lord, behind it. And God, deliver your word. Lord, I'm just asking you now to keep my tongue from stammering, Lord, and my thoughts from fleeing. And God, may your word go out and do a mighty work in our hearts tonight. We know it won't be returned void. But God, we're just praying for your strength and your help. Preach through us and for us. And may we give you all the glory for it. In Jesus' holy and precious name, amen. amen. You can be seated. I'm going to give you a few names. I'm going to say a few names. And I want you to think of uh, what your mind comes up with when you hear the name. What you associate it with. Babe Ruth. Baseball player. Yes. Right. Tony Stewart. Everybody's favorite nice heart. <laughs> Bill Gaither, singer, songwriter. He touched me. Robert E. Lee, greatest general to ever live, a Confederate general, Robert E. Lee. Paul Harvey, radio broadcaster. Mike Tyson, he's a boxer that bites men's ears off. <laughs> Billy Graham, once was a wonderful preacher. Now, this one I'm going to say, be careful, we're in church. Joe Biden, President of the United States of America. So, there are names that we hear and immediately we associate something with them. Uh, this dear lady will hear some just a little while ago about that name. His name. Well, according to the Social Security Administration, these are the top ten baby names from last year. For girls, Olivia, Emma, Charlotte, Amelia, Sophia, Isabella, Ava, Mia, Evelyn, and Luna. For boys, Liam, Noah, Oliver, James, Elijah, William, Henry, Lucas, Benjamin, and Theodore. Those are the top ten baby names from last year. This year's list is very similar. They're just kind of in a little different order. Some of them is more popular this year than they were last year. Now, I'm happy to see some traditional Bible names still making the top ten list. And uh, that's wonderful because in the Bible days, there was a lot of emphasis put on the names that were uh, people were named. Uh, nowadays, it seems like people don't spend as much time determining what they're going to name their child. They want to know if somebody else in the family has the same name or if they know somebody with that name or somebody they can't stand, they don't want to name that or something like that, you know. But in the Bible days, names meant something. Like Noah means rest. 
And Benjamin means son of the right hand. And Elijah means my God is Jehovah. That, that's wonderful. I didn't realize that people were calling their children Elijah. It was one of the most popular names right now. That's, that's wonderful. Uh, I personally was born on a Wednesday evening, August 3rd, 1966, in the Baptist Hospital. Back to four days of my birthday. I'll, I'll turn Heinz 57 on my next birthday. Uh, I was named after George Gordon Byron. And most of y'all probably know him as Lord Byron, the poet. My dad was a very intellectual man. He was a school teacher and a scholar. And uh, he was reading a lot of Byron at the time, I believe. And that's what he named me. Now, I checked on how popular my name is. And I want you to know it's ranked 7,196 most popular name in the world of all time. Now, I don't know if my parents knew this at the time they named me, but my name means the place of the cow sheds. Isn't that suitable? The place of the cow sheds. Now, listen, I'm not here to preach about my name tonight. Because my name is not important. In fact, if you leave from this building and don't even remember my name, I'd be glad about that. What, I, what is important, though, is the name that is above all names. Right. And that name is the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the way, Jesus means Jehovah saves. Believe it or not, today there's a trend going around in some of these woke religious circles. Some preachers will not mention the name of Jesus behind the pulpit. They claim they don't want to uh, upset anyone who doesn't believe quite the same. <laughs> Listen, uh, I've got a question for these guys. Who are you preaching on? Yeah. If you're not preaching about Jesus, you need to put your Bible down and walk yeah. yourself right out the door. Yeah. And don't come back yeah. until you get things right. Uh, if, if, if you're not preaching Jesus, then you're not preaching. Uh, back in our opening text in Colossians 3.17, the Bible said, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Now, in verse 16 of Colossians 3, we didn't read it tonight, but Paul is really specifically focusing upon the church and when the church comes together and such. But here in verse 17, it's more, it's further than that. It's addressing the individual believer within the church. And he says, whatsoever you do in word or deed. In other words, everything you say, every action you perform, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. All your speech, your actions, your details of daily living and practice should be done in the name of Jesus. Now that sounds strange for today's culture, right? And how many people do you know that goes around saying, I'm doing this in the name of Jesus? Uh, look, uh, I want you to know the highest form of Christian dedication is with a sincere heart, we recognize Christ in everything that we do. In every aspect of our life, we recognize that Christ is there in that. Uh, that's one of the, the greatest forms of, of dedication from a Christian. Uh, you know, all of our religious services, it's fine. We, all, we always mentioned Jesus in church, sure, but when you walk out those doors right there, how far do you take it? Uh, how much do you recognize the things that the Lord Jesus does for you? How often do you mention his name, Jesus, in a public place? Now, Paul isn't, for example, saying that you need to go to Walmart, you're buying some garbage bags, and you tell the cashier, I'm doing this in the name of Jesus. No, that's, that's not quite what he means. We're not trying to be holier than everyone, but we need to understand that 
He is the provider of everything that we have. Without Jesus today, we would have nothing. You would not have a home. You would not have a vehicle. You wouldn't have the breath in your body without Jesus. And so we need to recognize that. He is above all names. His name is greater than any name that will ever be uttered on the face of the earth. Now, it's very easy to do everything in the name of the Lord when you're in a religious gathering or around other church members. It's very easy. It's not very hard. Uh, but in the last part of our text there, it says giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. As a Christian, all thanksgiving goes to the Father, but it is directed through the Son, Jesus Christ. When you pray, we're praying to the Father through Jesus Christ. And so everything is directed that way. First uh, Timothy 2 and 5, the Bible says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. He is our mediator. He sits on the right hand of the Father and makes intercession for us. When we sin, oh, we don't lose our salvation. If you're saved, you don't lose your salvation. When you sin, Jesus is up there. He is your mediator. He's the one that all we do is we say, Father, forgive me. And Jesus says, Father, he's forgiven He's saved. He, my blood is applied to his heart. And we don't have to worry about eternal condemnation once we've been saved. But all blessings come through him. And through him, the believers should direct all thanks to God the Father. And in fact, it was God who so loved the world, the Bible said, that he sent his only begotten Son. Romans 5 11 says, And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom we have now received the atonement. So it was the Lord Jesus is the reason that we have the atonement. Always remember it's God that permitted Jesus to be the atonement. It pleased him, God, to bruise him, it says in Isaiah 53. And it didn't mean it made him happy. It means it pleased his, his wrath towards sin when his son gave his life's blood on the cross for sinners like you and I. Right. And it pleased the, the Lord. It pleased God. Uh, we used to sing that song a lot. There was a lady at our former church, uh, Sister Linda, she would sing that song uh, about uh, uh, Jesus. There's just something about that name. And she had that recitation. She could say that whole recitation uh, very well. But we would sing it, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. That very song just brings kind of a peace over you. Yeah. Uh, when you hear the name Jesus, it just kind of brings a, a calmness to you. Or at least it does the Christian. Now, non-Christians, it has the opposite effect. Uh, the name Jesus is offensive to a non-Christian. Uh, perhaps you saw in the news a few years ago, uh, there was a North Carolina pastor. He's still pastoring the same church, Berean Baptist in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. His name is Ronnie Beatty. Uh, wonderful preacher. You should go online sometime and listen to him. Go on sermonaudio.com and look up Ronnie Beatty and listen to some of his messages. But uh, this happened to him just a, a few years ago. It's been since 2010, actually. I didn't realize it's been that long now. Seems like it only happened yesterday. I remember it so well. But let me read you this news article of what happened to him. Uh, July 11, 2010, a North Carolina pastor is demanding an apology from lawmakers in his state after he was dismissed from his chaplain duties for praying in Jesus' name. 
The legal representative of Pastor Ron Beatty sent a letter this past week to North Carolina House of Representatives, Speaker Joe Hackney, and the House clerk asking that his client receive an apology letter and another invitation to offer an uncensored invocation at the House. Beatty was scheduled, Beatty, I'm sorry, Beatty was scheduled to offer the opening prayer at the House for the entire week of May 31st. But after he gave the first prayer in the name of Jesus, he was relieved from his duties for the rest of the week. This is quoted from him. I got fired, said Beggy, the pastor of Berea Baptist Church in Winston-Salem, to Fox News Radio. According to Beatty, the house clerk was shown the transcript of his prayer, and her eyes went to the bottom of the page to the word Jesus. He recalled the clerk telling him, we would prefer that you not use the name Jesus. We have some people here that could be offended. I was made to feel like a second-class North Carolinian when I was told that my services would no longer be needed if I could not offer the opening prayer in the manner prescribed by the House of Representatives, rather than in the manner my biblical faith requires, Baby said. It appears that only those religious leaders willing to pray a government-prescribed prayer will be given the honor of participating in this legislative prayer exercise in the future. Uh, I don't believe he ever received an apology for that. And I don't believe he was invited back to uh, for, to be the chaplain any longer in the, the House of Representatives in uh, North Carolina. Just the very name of Jesus caused a disturbance in the government of the United States of America, where we claim to be one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, for all except for those that want to say the name Jesus. Right. The name of Jesus upsets governments. It upsets non-Christians. But oddly, it even upsets some religious crowds. As I said, the name Jesus has the same meaning as, actually the name Joshua has the same meaning as well, Jehovah saves. And that right there is the problem that people have with the name Jesus. Because, you see, Jesus claims to be the way, the only way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me, Jesus says. Jesus declares this, and that is the truth. He says this in John 14 and 6 through verse 7. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. Mm -hmm. Well, much to the dismay and displeasure of a lot of people today that claim to be religious or even some that claim to be Christian, um, they do not deal well with the name of Jesus. Now, this may offend some people, but uh, it's just the, the way it is. But I was doing some research on a sermon series that I was doing on false prophets. And believe it or not, one of the names that kept appearing the most was Oprah Winfrey. Now, Oprah Winfrey is a talk show host as far as I know. Uh, but uh, she has a large following. Yeah. She herself has a cult following. She does claim to be Christian. Well, I came across a video of her. This was from her words, a direct statement from her. She said, well, I am a Christian who believes that there are certainly many more paths to God other than Christianity. I'm a free-thinking Christian who believes that, who believes in my way, but I don't believe that it's the only way. 
with six billion people here on the planet, end quote. So according to her, she says she's a Christian, but she believes there's many other ways besides Christianity. So what's that saying? There's ways besides going to heaven through Christ. She's saying there's ways to be saved other than Jesus. She's not the only one. I went through all kinds of these uh, very popular preachers and evangelists, uh, televangelists. A lot of them had a lot of the same thoughts. Well, you know, I believe this way, but I don't believe it's the only way. I believe there's other ways. Really? That is not what the Bible says. Unfortunately for these people, uh, they have been deceived because the Bible says in 1 John 2, 22 and 23, who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. The Christ is the Christos. The Christ is the Messiah. Yep. The Christ is the Savior of the world. That's who the Christ yep. is. And so right here in our Bible, the Bible is saying, who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. So if you're saying there's another way to heaven, there's another way to the Father besides Christianity, which is Christ, which is the Christos, which is the Messiah, which is the Savior of all men, which is the Savior of the world, then the Bible says that you are a liar. Not only that, it goes on to say he is antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father. But he that acknowledges the Son hath the Father also. Now that's a scary thing right there. If you're claiming there's another way to, to be saved. Jesus says in John 10 and 1, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. And then further down in verse 9, it says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. So Jesus didn't say, I am one of the doors. He didn't say, I'm a possible door or uh, an alternative door. He said, I am the door. There is no other door. If you come in some other way, if you try to climb over the top or, or go around, it's not going to work for you because I am the door. I am the way. Matthew 10, 32 through 40. 32 and 33. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Yeah. Jesus places exclusive claim upon being God. John 10 and 30, he says, I and my Father are one. 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 In the Gospel of John, Jesus is talking to the woman at the well, and I've been doing a little mini-series at our church on the woman at the well as we're doing the Gospel of John series. And we, we spent three the last three weeks speaking about this, and we all know the story. Uh, the Lord says he must need to go through Samaria uh, to go back to, to uh, 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 Nazareth. And uh, so he's going through there and he stops off. And there's a woman at the well. And he speaks to that woman at the well and tells her everything about her. And, and, and she went out and, of course, told the whole city. But during that conversation, as he's speaking with her, he said, give me water to drink. She says, but the well is deep and you have no budget to draw with. You have nothing, you know. He said, she said this, the woman said to him, I know that Messiah's coming. Messiah is the Christ. I know that Messiah's coming, which is called Christ. When he has come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said it there, verse 26 of John chapter 4, 
I that speak unto thee am he. Yep. See that? I that speak unto thee am he. I am the Christ. Right. I am the Messiah. I am the one that's going to save the world. So he makes exclusive claims to be the only way for salvation. Over in the book of Acts, we read this in Acts 3, 1 through 8. And we know this is when the church was had been empowered and things were just uh, really growing and people were sitting around and, and waiting on Peter and John as they would they would walk through and here in Acts 3 and 1 now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple which is called beautiful to ask alms of them that entered into the temple who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an alms and Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give, I have, give I thee. And here he says, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Did you hear that? The name of Jesus Christ. Christ. In his name, rise up and walk. He didn't say in the name of Peter, rise up and walk. He didn't say in the name of John, rise up and walk. No, he said in the name of Jesus, Christ, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Would you not have loved to have seen that moment? Yeah. As this man that everybody knows, he sits there all the time and begs for money as people walk into the door. And they all know he's been, been lame for all the, nearly all his life. And so they know exactly who he is. And all Peter does is say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Takes him by the hand and the man jumps up off the ground. Now, people today will tell you that's impossible. If he's been that way all his life, then his legs have dystrophy. He can't, he don't have any strength to even have to go through rehabilitation and all this stuff. In the name of Jesus Christ, he doesn't have to do all that. After that happened, Peter and John had to stand before the Jerusalem Council to answer for this. Because there was a lot of questions. What in the world's happened here? What's going on? What have you guys done? What are you doing around here? How could this man possibly be walking? Even his own family wouldn't even answer to the people. They would say, well, ask those guys. They're the ones that did it. You know? <laughs> ask him. Ask our son. He's the one. All this. But the Jerusalem council has to get involved. Because they're the religious authorities. you know. So they bring them before the council. Acts 4 and 10. Be it known unto you all. This is what Peter says to them when they ask him. Ask him and John, how could this be? Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, by the way, whom ye crucified. I love that he threw that in there. Whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither, this is the lovest, neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That's right. Don't you love it? Yes. None other name. No other name. There is none other name under heaven given. Not Caesars. Not, not uh, Pilate. 
None of them, not under any of their names, the men could be saved, but under the name of Jesus Christ can be saved. Make no mistake about it, friend. There is only one way. And it's through Jesus Christ. Philippians 2 and 5. The Bible says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Pay attention here, verse 9. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Powerful things. God has highly exalted and gave him a name above all names. Now, the world today is trusting in all kinds of names. Buddha, Muhammad, Allah, Shiva, or some other. If you're trusting in any of those to save you, you are on your way to hell. Period. Those cannot and will not save you. Only the Lord Jesus can save you. How about it? Have we trusted his name and his name alone for salvation? Because if we have not, we are not saved. It's only by Jesus. I'd like for everybody to stand and sing this song with me. You may know it, you may not, I don't know. Real simple, real song. Jesus, name above all names, beautiful Savior, glorious Lord, Emmanuel, God is with us, blessed Redeemer, living Word. Let's do it again. Jesus, name above all names, beautiful Savior, glorious Lord, Emmanuel, God is with us, blessed Redeemer, living That at six years old, I had enough sense in this head to know that I was lost. I had enough conviction in this heart to understand I needed a Savior. And I understood the word that was preached from the Word of God that said it was by Jesus mm-hmm. that I could be saved. That's right. As I heard the plan of salvation, how Jesus saved me, he died on the cross to save me from my sins, and he was buried, and then he rose again on the third day. I understood that and I believed it. And on that night in 1972, six years old, Elm Street Baptist Church just down the road, as I walked up and knelt, as my uncle Abraham Hall, the pastor, and he he told me the whole thing. He asked me if I was sure if I knew what I was doing. I said, oh, yes, I do. So my little heart was going to beat out of my chest. 
And I gave my life to Jesus that night. He's never left me. He's never forsaken me. All the times that I've been disobedient, the times I've sinned against Him, He never left me. Yep. But each time He welcomes me right back here. Thank you, Lord. Oh, how precious yep. is the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.